Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. All right, happy Sunday, fun day. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm so blessed. So blessed. Just been enjoying the summer. We were off. We're off. It's been hot. It has been hot. You're getting black as shit. Hell yeah, I'm peeling now. So, you know. I read this, um, there was this article that said something about black people don't need sunscreen. And I was like. Lies. This was clearly (laughs) written by somebody white. I don't think a lot of black people actually put on sunscreen, though. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but black. I I, I think that black people. We need it. Absolutely. Well, we definitely need it because we we burn. Like, I think we a lot. Burn. Of people, yeah, I think a lot of black people don't think they need it though. Like really, people who don't necessarily go out in the sun like that, like on a, to the beach. I don't think they think about sunscreen. They think it's about white people or people with less uh, melanin. Yeah, do it, but but if you are in the sun, do you say like sunscreen? I think. Do you think black people, if they go to the beach? Not people that don't go to the beach or don't go outside because, right. yeah, you don't need it. But black people that go to the beach, do you think they think that they don't need sunscreen? I, hey, growing up, I never put on sunscreen. Like, I would spend forever in the pool outside, and I ain't never. Growing up in Georgia, I ain't never put on sunscreen. Did you burn? Did you ever peel? I always peel. It was just like... You're just like, oh, it's regular. It's regular, regular. Oh, yeah. okay. But not the fact that... Not to say that you don't need it. Just I just don't think black people wear it, honestly. And... So who do you think wrote the article, a black person or a white person? I think it was somebody white. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was like, no, that was somebody white who doesn't have any black friends. Because even if you're a black person that doesn't do sunscreen, you would say, why would you write an article that says black people don't don't need it? Right, yeah. There's a lot of white people out there with, like, no black friends. Like, the lady who's selling bonnets for, like, $1,000. What? (laughs) Have you heard about it? No, I haven't. (laughs) So there's a lady... That is, um, she put out this thing saying that she's selling bonnets and that she invented, mm-hmm. she invented this product to help keep, maintain your hairstyle. Shut up. And to make sure like it, you know, the hairstyle is maintained and your hair is, um, like full and right. lush or whatever. Wow. That's prevent breakage. It was a fucking satin body cap. Now, ask me how much she's selling it for. You said it was $1,000, though. Okay. Seems not $1,000. Okay. But $98 fucking dollars. No, sir. First of all, can we talk about how inexpensive satin bonnets are? Like, you can go to Ching Ling's beauty supply store right now and get satin bonnets for $3. $3. Right. Period. Pack of two. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my bonnet for forever. Because so it's not even like you need to like re-up a gazillion bonnets. Does your bonnets ever fuck up your pillows? Oh, we talked about that when you get the bonnet juice. Yes. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. I remember the first time, because you know, I'm new to growing my hair out and shit. Uh-huh. So um, I wore a bonnet and I had a, no, I wore a, what's a little scully joint uh-huh. or whatever, and it was red. <laughs> oh, shit. I fuck up. All the shit, <laughs> all the pillowcases, 
It, it slammed look like somebody got murdered in there. <laughs> I mean, I'll be killing it, but nah. I mean, I did murder that <laughs> thing, but like, that's what it was. Right. No, that's so funny. Um, so it doesn't happen on my pillowcases mm-hmm. because the um, I have you got black black satin yes. pillowcases. So in the event that I get lazy and don't put on my bonnet, you I can still fall asleep boom. on my. Yeah, I, I have to do like a back. You need backup for the backup. Right. Contingencies. Yes. But um, I have been over my boyfriend's house and been on the couch. And oh, you <laughs> fucked this shit up. <laughs> what the fuck what is, is on this, this pillow? What is and this I'm ink? like, damn, that's bonnet juice. I fucked up. <laughs> back to Vegas. Right. I fucked up. Speaking of Vegas, yeah. just got back from Vegas. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, you be on the go. On the go. Yes, it was it was a good time. Had a really good time. Um, First of all, is anybody gonna talk about how he still got his uh, all inclusive braces on <laughs> from Mexico? <laughs> I can't get them off. I'm trying to get them off. <laughs> I'm not doing no. <laughs> yeah, I can't get these hoes off. How long have we been back? When do we get back? Uh, the 15th or the 16th? We were going to say it's a friendship bracelet. It's fr- but that's what it looked like. <laughs> it what time? When do we get back? The 11th. The 11th. What's that? The 20th? This is the two weeks. It's two weeks. It's three weeks. Right Listen, it does look like a friendship it bracelet. Does, it does. You but what I will it. say about this is like, yo, you cannot like... You, Trade them joints. Yeah. You'd be lying. Like if you went there, it was like, I lost my bracelet. Right. They're like, no, you no, didn't. No way. <laughs> like... They, they make these things so they do not come off. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. Yeah, so I got back yesterday, landed, and in true Michael fashion, shower, and met up for brunch. Oh, yeah, brunch was lit. Brunch was really good. I liked, so let me tell you, okay, let me say this about the pig. I liked the brunch idea, mm-hmm. but like, it was like, the the butcher board yeah the was breakfast the, was board good, we had yeah but like the food itself was not that seasoned there there you go it was my own right yeah you know yeah it comes with the territory but it was a good experience it was good it was. you know different types of bacon and all the different uh, types what was of that? bacon open face uh face that, face face yeah yes, face, face yeah face bacon face bacon yes so that was that was all right that was good um we went to a couple places after that though didn't we well. Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. So, of course, we have to talk about. <laughs> so, we go to number nine. So, what's number nine for those who don't number know? Number nine is a bar lounge. Um, it's like a bar lounge that's in a Logan Circle or near Logan Circle. And we, it's the best happy hour in the city. Hands down. Yeah, I, I give it to them. Best happy hour in the city. So, um, we're going and. For price. Let's put it that way for the price. Yes, for the price, for pricing. We had, what do, what do we do? Eight drinks for $30? Yeah. Eight drinks for $30? Like, you can't beat you, that. What was it? Whiskey? I mean, was it uh, Jack? Whiskey, whiskey, gingers, yeah. and um, gin martinis. Yeah. So, $30, eight drinks, cannot beat you that. Cannot beat that. In fucking D.C. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. So, we go, and um, my dumbass, I'm screaming. I'm like, guys, it's a gay, it's a gay lounge. It's a gay lounge. They don't have straws. They don't have... Oh, <laughs> that, no, that was hilarious. They don't have straws because... Oh, give me a straw. They don't have straws because it's a gay lounge. 
Dude was like, Darren no. Darren said, Darren said, Darren said, said, yes, they do. I was like, sir, do y'all have straws? He was like, no. I was like, they don't have straws. It's a gay lounge. He immediately right. was like, no, it's because it's of the city ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> it's it a DC cool. law. They just want to pay for the paper straws. I hate the paper straws. The paper straws are trash. I hate them. They're literally trash. Literally trash. But that's not the funny thing that happened. So I'll leave these motherfuckers for three seconds to go get our second round of drinks. And what happened? So we're at the... Okay, so you go to the bar. I'm at the bar. So as soon as you walk up to the bar, it's this black guy. And he had to be like the token black guy of his group. And I'm not quite sure he was either part of that group. But anyway... (laughs) So he looks at you funny, first of all, because mm-hmm. I don't know if that was like his spot. Like, who's this black guy intrude, intruding? Yeah, intruding on my territory, kind of thing. Because he was like, and then your boyfriend was like, "What? What? What? Like that?" <laughs> I'm like, "Chill, chill." <laughs> so you're not paying any attention to the guy. So no, the guy, I'm, like, I'm trying to get the second round, right? So him and some, I guess, a group that he was with, they took a shot, and so he was like. I'm too good for this. I don't drink cheap shit. Blase, blase. Only Patron. Whatever. So he puts his thing down and he tries to sit down in your seat. Mm-hmm. So we was like, nah, the seat's taken, whatever. So Dara's like, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this. I just put my head down. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. It's about to pop off. Because, you know, he's already like really like. A lot. A lot. He's a, a lot. lot. He's too much. He was too much already. Too much and not enough at the same right. goddamn time. But his reaction was, me? She was like, yeah. <laughs> she said, you just came from outside? <laughs> <laughs> so, she act, so she makes a comment and then he questions if it was like him or not. Mm-hmm. And she doubled down. Yeah, she was like, She's yeah. Like, she affirms like... Absolutely, it is you. Right. He was like, no, I, I, he said, it must be the tequila or something like that that got me sweating. She was like, no, I don't think that's what it is. And so I just said, hey, next time, you should just have it chilled. <laughs> First of all, I hate you and I hate her. You don't have no problems. That, that took me out. And I come back, I'm oblivious to everything that's going on. And when you guys told that story back, and Stone's words come out of my mouth. She said, I, when she said, so I was like, you stink a little. That's what she said. She yeah, said, you stink a little. little. <laughs> and then, then she said that he walked away from yes. the table. And then did like a, 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 check, a, a yeah. pit check. Because he knew. But then he came back though. He came back. So I think he had to ask a couple of friends, like, do I stink? Because <laughs> he was like hugging people. Like, hey, sm-. like. It was weird, though, because then he came back. He did, but I think about that point, like, he was definitely drunk. Yeah, he was definitely but drunk. But he acknowledged he was drunk. It also go, comes back to the original thing that you said about the perspective. Mm-hmm. He was with people, but they were not with, with him. him. Yes. Right? And it was a great example of, like, when you call somebody a friend, but they don't call you a friend. Mm. Because that is what was the energy and the vibe of that. That was just hilarious. So we left number nine. We left number nine. And then we ended up going to Blackjack. Yes. And we were playing the games downstairs. The little trivia joint. No. We went to Blackjack first. Where we got the... Um, Pop. No. We went to Blackjack and we oh, got we went the, upstairs. the one upstairs. Yeah, you're right. Then we, uh, then we did the shots. That's when we were talking about Mama Wana. Speaking of which, I have to make the Mama Wana. Oh, yes. The Mama Wana. Yeah, the Mama Wana with it. the root. Yeah. With the root. 
Yes, and then you'll make it, and then when we head out there, we'll say, like, okay, who has the best in Mama Wami? Um, so, yeah, so it was a good weekend. We yeah, had a really a good weekend, weekend. yeah. Um, I'm really excited about just being able to lay down. Yeah, you've been on the go. And, like, take a rest. But I'm also excited about the year starting. The school year? Or what? Yes, the school year starting. Because I, I get into a rhythm. Like, summer, like, is very off my rhythm. But, like, once the school year starts, it's, like, a really consistent. So, Okay, so here we are. This is episode... This is season two. This is season two. Season two. Season one was great. Season one was great. So, let's just do, like, a recap I, of like, all of the... The commentary, the things that we've heard. Things we should have said. Things we should have said that we didn't say, yes. So we'll run that back. I mean, we did have a lot of feedback. We did get a lot of feedback. (laughs) Oh, shit. Put it back, nigga. Oh, shit. I hate you, dog. Okay, no, okay, seriously. So, what we can do is start with uh, episode one. Episode one was bromance. Right. That was actually, I think, my favorite episode. So, maybe that's what we can do. Talk about what was your favorite episode. Um, What episode you thought did well better than you thought it was going to do, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um... Things that you learned about yourself by doing the first season. Okay, okay, that. okay. Okay, so the episode that, my favorite episode I think was Bromance, just because it's like such foundational things. Um, and I think that that did the most work for other people. Hmm. I think there's okay. other, I think there's other shows that, uh, episodes that people have listened to and like laughed mm-hmm. at. But I think that a lot of people came away from like, Oh, okay. They, they, they. I the feedback that I got was a lot of people understood their husbands or their boyfriends better, right? Because they had never been able to understand um, that, or nobody had ever yes, Uh a romance, or nobody was able to articulate it in the way that we were able to. And then I also think that when people see like our dynamic, Mm -hmm. like they see us out, and then they like hear us have these intimate conversations. Then they're like, oh, that's what that is. Like, really I get it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I think um, as far as impact, bromance was like I my think, favorite. Yeah, I like that one. Bromance was definitely, because it was the first one. Um, like you said, it kind of laid the foundations of what we were trying to do, what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to take your answer. I would say the I would say taking matters into your own hands was probably my favorite one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I, I felt like it was more of the ones that, Outside of bromance, I think bromance really opened the gate up as far as like being transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think taking matters into your own hands was definitely something that was a little bit more personable, like in my everyday life and you know um, my marriage and stuff like that. Um, outside the relationship one itself, it was just a little bit more personal. And I think it makes a lot of people uncomfortable who are close to us who listen to it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I mean, you get any feedback on that? Because I actually got the exact opposite. opposite. So, what did you hear about? I mean, because What did you like, hear about that? So, like, Darren has a lot of close cousins that are, like, practically brothers, so they don't really mm-hmm. necessarily want to hear about the things that she does in the bedroom. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. and so, I personally didn't get any like that, because I don't think necessarily 
I think my parents already, my folks are, people already just already know Chuck. Right, kind of right. Thing. So it's just like, what he said is just like, yeah, that's that nigga. Um, so it was, it was different though. It was different. So. I actually heard um, women talk about there being a female on the show and the pers- her perspective. Uh, immediately, um, the, the number one thing that I heard about that show was she was dead on about that porn situation. She's like, um, when she said um, about being really picky about porn mm-hmm. and like I don't want to see a bunch of dick like I've gotten multiple people to hit me up responding specifically so to that commentary oh, wow. around it yeah and the, the last person said like yeah and my favorite like I actually prefer like lesbian porn mm-hmm. to straight porn because it's like that same thing like I don't want to see like a woman getting like smashed out like I needed Mascara to be like running. a little bit, a little bit more intimate, yeah. like a little bit, yeah. So, because I don't think porn in in general is it's not made for women. Honestly, I just don't think that most people who are producing and directing porn, because I'm pretty sure you look at the the demographics or the people who are actually purchasing yes, it, yes. it's probably white men, honestly, the consumers, yeah, yes. the consumers. And so that's why you see majority of the artists in porn are white women. The highest paid are white women. Uh, maybe I know a little bit too much about porn, but it, it is what it is, though. Um, but yeah, they already talk about that. They also talk about, um, again, something that, like I said, something I wish I had said in the, the last yes, episode, exactly. but they talked about the transitioning of porn stars' careers mm. as they go through it. So like when you're fresh, new face, mm-hmm. getting paid you know, top dollar per scene that you do... Mm-hmm. You kind of limit yourself on the type of uh, scenes you will do. So you normally do just like normal heterosexual. You may do lesbian kind of thing. And then as you start getting older and you start getting paid less, but you still want to stay relevant, you start doing things that you normally wouldn't have done in the beginning of your career. So you may start doing like um, gangbang. gangbang. Or <laughs> they even talk about that, doing interracial. So like, wild. which is kind of crazy that, you know, interracial. Interracial pay less? Not, um, when you start seeing people, unless they like actually have like like having sex with black men, mm-hmm. it's t- kind of towards the end of their career. Unless you're like Lisa Ann or somebody like that who just clearly has a thing for um, black guys. Black guys. I mean, she messes with black athletes, college oh, athletes. Lisa Ann. Yeah, she's Lisa. like she's like the original white milf, if you ask me. Okay. Um. But yeah, so and then they talked about like then you start getting into like like you said gang bang. Having sex, doing anal. A lot of times, a lot of people won't do anal too. So knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so knowledgeable. Because I, I, it was on what you call. It was like on real, um, it real sex, on, real on, sex, oh, and oh, like cat house. Yeah, yeah. So cat house. Oh my yeah. god, take me fucking back. So that's why I learned about years. it. I, I mean, I don't really read up on this shit, but it was just that was. You know what I, I do want to do though? I do want to go to Vegas. Well, I love Vegas one, mm-hmm. but I do want to go to Vegas and go to um, the, the AVN. Uh, yes, we went to the AVN. Wait, when? But the year that we went to the um, Vegas. I told you that one. Uh, one of the one of the uh, porn stars came up, approached Dara in Chipotle, talking about she trying to film her. Yes. Yeah, yes. so we went to that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to go. I was a convention. Go. We didn't go to the awards, but we went to the thing that yeah, happened. Like, right. Yeah, I wanted to go to the convention. I want to go to yeah. the awards show. Like that's stupid. Yeah, that was crazy. So. Okay, so that was yeah. I, I agree that that was very intimate. I never thought about that mm-hmm. um, because the, a lot of the topics that we talk about are topics that just like 
that we get are like, oh, these are very general. Right. And we're giving our um, feedback on it, but that was a very... yeah. That was a very intimate conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. How was it filming with... How did you feel, like, recording with your wife? Like, how was that? Because we haven't talked yeah, about that. Yeah, we haven't that. talked about we that. We actually yeah. haven't talked about that. It was oh. it was great, though, you know, because she's always in the studio with us when we record. Well, most of the episodes that we recorded, she's been there. So it was good for her to be on this end versus being the one who's always listening. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different, I think, when oh, snap, I'm on the spot. I got to answer this question. <laughs> I got to get my thoughts correct before I open my mouth. Not necessarily to watch what I have to say, but just to make sure that my thoughts make sense to mm-hmm. the people who are going to be listening. Because uh, I ramble a lot, so... I have to do that. And that's one of the things I've learned a lot about doing this as well. So I no- noticed a lot of growth in how I speak. You know, so listen to her being on it. I was like, okay. Because she's normally quiet. And so to hear her and be so candid about what she's talking about was pretty awesome, though. And the other thing, too, she wasn't, like, hesitant or shy. It was very – and something uh, – another thing that, what, that I loved about it is she's funny. She alright. She was funny. She was funny. I know, yeah. like, I don't know if, uh, like, a lot of people would have seen all of those sides. So, yeah, that was great. Yeah, she's goofy at times. I give her that. Okay, that was great. Okay, so, Infidelity. Okay, so what is one show, what is one show that you would want to, if you could do it again, that you would, what, one episode that you would do again? Probably media. Social, social media. media. I probably would want to do social media again because I just think it's, there's so much that can be talked about that I don't think we really got a chance to talk about. What are some of those things? Uh, fuck. Um, I know one thing for sure is, like you just, uh, we talked about sharing... Um, credentials. Do you share passwords? Um, Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, sure. yeah, sharing passwords. I don't know if, I don't think so. I don't think we literally, I mean, because we have access to each other's phones, so if you really want to get to it, but I don't necessarily know her password to her, her IG, her no, Facebook and I'm stuff like that. No, I'm not saying if you know hers... I'm saying that was one of the ones that you... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, sharing credentials, why should you share credentials? Why shouldn't you? Like, what is the real purpose behind it? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know a lot of people do it, and I think it's probably due to trust, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's really no other reason to have somebody... I don't have her email... I mean, her password to her email. Right. Like, so, why do you need to have it, honestly? So... Yeah, social media. Social media would be a good one to run back. If I would run any of them back, it would probably be infidelity. Mm, what do we leave off the table? Um, I don't know if we necessarily talked about the second part. Like, we talk, we stay a lot in like who's responsible mm-hmm. for. Um, and we we did a really good job. Speaking of infidelity, I want to just do a quick sidebar okay. because. What I'm going to say relates to this. So I would run back infidelity because we stayed a lot about and who's responsible for it and cheating. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about really the ramifications to the people involved. Like if you've been cheated on, like what is mm-hmm. your life like next? Like how do you move on from that? Or if you've been a cheater, how can you like yeah get yourself in order? Right. I didn't think that. Baggage is probably a good episode that we should um, touch on. We're in because a lot of times that's what bag- people bring on is that, and I don't want to go too much into it because yeah. I think that it would is a good episode to have, you know, infidelity part two and the aftermath. Yes, but I wanted to talk about very quickly, um, or do we talk about it now? 
No, I mean, baggage is, is a good one. But I don't want to lose my thought. Lisa Ray going in on Nicole Murphy. Nicole Murphy. So what did she say? I heard that she said something. like. So Lisa Ray basically was saying, like, it wasn't an accident. Like, it wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no family kiss. The reason that you apologized because you knew you were wrong. Let's rewind a little bit. So give them the backstory for people who aren't so, up to date. Nicole Murphy and Antoine Fuquay. So, Nicole Murphy is Eddie Murphy's ex-wife. ex-wife. I think she was the mother of like six of his kids because yes, he got like thirteen. Yeah, kids, at least half of his kids. Right. Um, Antoine, Antoine Fuquay, Fuquay, director, uh, director training of day. Training Day. Um, what's the Taken? Yes. Oh shit, was it Taken or Takers? Taken. Okay, Taken. Like, he's like the action right, guy. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. So. Who is married to Leela Rashawn. Right. The original, like, the early 90s, like, hoe. She was a hoe in all of the early oh, 90s shit. movies. Okay, yeah, okay, the movies. You know, it was yeah, like... No, 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 when you said hoe, it was like, shit, was she a hoe in real life? In no, she did. was a hoe in all the... Yeah, her, she, it was like her and Robin Givens, right. like, constantly battling for... And everybody gets that confused. Role. Yes. Um, so, Leela Rashawn was the one in Waiting to Exhale. Mm-hmm. Robin Givens is the one that made Mike Tyson. Yes. Okay. So, who used to fuck with Tom Cruise? Go ahead, then. Yes. So, they're all friends. Well, apparently, recently, there was um, a picture that surfaced of Nicole Murphy and Anton Fuqua um, making out. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a picture. So, it was a, how was it making out in the picture? Okay. Well, how, what would you call it? It was a kiss. A kiss. I, I'm just asking though, like, what, I mean, because okay. like, oh shit, now they making out. Well, because it was like a, it was like multiple. Oh, gotcha. Pictures. I didn't see the picture, so it was yeah. like two or three pictures. Gotcha. So it was multiple stills. Yes. Okay. So, um, speaking of infidelity, they was just friends. First of all, right. So she said it was an accident. I just want to discuss. <laughs> I just want to discuss. In what way is that an accident? Like I. If you cannot fully be responsible, then don't make no apology. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. First of all, if I was her, I wouldn't apologize. Right, because, well, I think it's like, well, well one, it's like because it wasn't an accident. You, you did it on right. purpose. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say nothing. Oh, y'all know uh, explanation. There's that. Um, but a lot of people talk to, a lot of people talk about the only person responsible um, is the person in the relationship. And we talked about that on yes. infidelity. But I wanted to talk about, like, because they've been friends for so long, mm-hmm. 16, 20 right. years of friendship, she, um, Murphy, mm-hmm. was not responsible to the marriage, but she was responsible, responsible. to the friendship. Right, yeah. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And I, yeah, I think that's where things get different and dicey is when you also had a friendship yes. with both parties. Because yes. now you're not necessarily an innocent bystander or just like mm-hmm. I'm just there kind of thing. It was like you do have some type of obligation to your friend. Exactly. And also it's like bitch is because you knew. It wasn't like you didn't know like he was out had his ring off or like you clearly knew because you've gone on family vacations yes. but she was in the wedding. Yeah. So she's still not more wrong than okay, Antoine, no. but as far as that relationship, but she did mess up the trust. She did, you know, that's against the code. I mean, regardless of how you spin it. But what I wanted to talk about is do you think 
Do you think, and I know ladies listening to this are going to have a very hard time with this part of the conversation, but it is the reality. I read a thing that talked about, that talk, was talking about this, and it started off with that statement. Like, ladies, like, this is going to be tough. And it showed a picture of uh, Lila Rashawn. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was like, if this is how I met you, and this is what you look like now, like, you are responsible for keeping that up. Yeah, I'm going to sound like a douche when I say this, because <laughs> I agree to an extent. Because uh-huh. everyone keeps saying that, oh, whatever you did to get a person is, yeah. is what you need to do to keep to them. To keep the person, yeah. And so, I mean, whether it's not, oh, like, planning days, whether it's just great conversation, spending time with them, just because you got them, you need to keep that same energy. Absolutely. And I think it's the same thing with physical, because physical play a part in you getting that person. Absolutely. But and within means, though, because you won't stay young forever. Correct. So I'm not saying go get plastic surgery or Botox and stuff right. like that. So, you know, or get your tummy tucked and everything like but that. I think it's but within, within things that you can control. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So we're going to talk about as far as, because I didn't know when I, when I saw, when I saw those two pictures, uh-huh. I didn't know that she was on steroids because a whole lupus thing. Mm-hmm. So taking that out of the equation because nobody knows exactly if her weight's 100% do to that. We're right. So we're just gonna say she's, she's tripled in size. Yeah, I know she she ate the old one. I know this steroids. She absolutely. I know the steroids do make you larger, but I don't know anybody who is tripled in size from ster- on steroids. Right. And I don't know how severe. I don't know anything about lupus, but I know she's not the only person with lupus. Also, Correct. so um, and there's people right now. And listen, for everybody who is in their car listening to this episode, feeling some kind of way. We have stated we do not know. But what I do know is that you don't triple in size. No, you don't. You don't. And so and also, even okay, even what people don't like, I've gained weight. Mm-hmm. I think I've gained weight in a positive, but mm-hmm. sometimes when your body changes, male or female, how your psyche deals with that change mm, mm, mm. impacts other things. Yes. And so yes. all of a sudden now you notice, you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I'm not the same person I was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. A lot of times your personality changes like that. You're not maybe as outgoing anymore or you don't want to be seen anymore or you don't feel as though you're sexy anymore. And that thing impacts other aspects of your friendships and your relationships. Yes, so because of Nicole Murphy, because they was out at the beach. Nicole Murphy, whew. Right. She's still in bikinis. Exactly. She's still in string bikinis. She's still at the beach. She's still wavy. And we're not saying, we're not giving any excuses for his actions or what he's doing. Or her actions. Or her actions. I'm just saying that she her body's banging. It is. Even though people say she had plastic surgery and all that jazz, regardless, it, whatever works for matters her. Matters not. Matters yeah. not. Matters not. Her, her tummy flat, her titties big. She's yeah. Her physical, her physical appearance hasn't changed since she caught Eddie Murphy. Facts. I, Lila Rashawn looks unrecognizable to me. I did not recognize her. And Antoine the- Fuqua, he's in the gym. Yeah. I mean, he's not doing no directing, but I mean, that bitch ain't doing no acting. Right. I, I can't remember the la- last time I saw her in something. Martin Lawrence was. Mm. Martin was still on, and he was skinny, and, and he was skinny. But I do think that that's an, a good a good thing. It's like as we age and as we get older, it's not just the physical change that is impacted. Yeah. It is also like this 
um, mental, yes. your psyche is, is, is shifted. But your whole um, personality can change due to your weight loss or weight gain. Yes, weight loss or gain. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, we, we, there's a whole saying now. Um, oh, you acting brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm acting brand new. You know what I'm saying? I was just going to say that. <laughs> Shit. The girl, J. Cole, who I love, her Instagram, she did a little thing. And she was like, um, some people going to be mad at me talking about I'm acting new. She's like, you right. I am acting new. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, you damn right. But also, it's because I worked really hard. You like, I had goals, and I accomplished yes, my I'm, goals. I'm crushing them. Right now. Yes. And so, I am acting new because the person that you met, I was very insecure, mm-hmm. right? I was getting picked on. I was doing X, Y, Z. So, yeah. different perspective on life. Right. Absolutely. So, you know what? That's that's true. Like, when fat people get skinny, they act new. But we also celebrate that. Yes. And so, I can I can see when if you're skinny and you get bigger, how you would, like, kind of back up. Did you? I mean, unless that's your unless your goal. I mean, some people remain confident, and that's kudos to them. They own the skin that they're in. That's mm-hmm. great. And a lot of people just aren't like that. They just getting big was not anything that they thought was in their cards. Right. It happened, and they don't feel like themselves. It's like post mortem, post mm-hmm. whatever. When people have babies, and all of a sudden now they don't feel as good as they were before they had a kid. Yeah, and but I think that's like a chemical uh, something with like a chemical. Hey, balance. being fat, pretty sure it reduces uh in. Introduce some hormones or something like that as well. Fucking <laughs> so fat ass, you done threw off your goddamn you imbalanced yourself with your fat ass. <laughs> your hormones imbalance themselves. No, um, so I think I wanna not lose what the point was. Oh, so we're not talking about um uh, Antoine or Nicole. Right. My question is Layla. Or mm-hmm. am I I don't even know if I'm saying this bitch tonight. Layla Layla or Layla. Leela, Leela okay. Rashawn, do you think that like looking at the after picture, it's like you, it was your. I ain't gonna say it's her fault. Not fault. I'm not talking yeah. about blame. Do you think that she played a part in, in it, looking like that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's all I got for you. Yeah, just, no, just yeah. I, I mean, just, to hear. I just yeah. Hear. And I mean, I don't mind if I get crucified. That's the who, who's, but I think. Music Soul Child has a beautiful song, and it's called Don't Change. And me and one of my best friends, we joke about it all the time because he says, I love you when your hair turns gray. Mm-hmm. I love you if you gain a little weight. <laughs> the way I feel for you will always be the same just as long as your love don't change. Mm-hmm. I think that it's so, we always joke about that is because the music video is beautiful. It's about, um, they're young, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're young, they meet, they fall in love, they get married, and then there's this like terrible car accident. Right. And he's they're, like still there for each other and they grow older. But we always joke and laugh because he puts that qualifier in front of the weight part. Mm. A little. I, I can do a little. I'm okay with anything that you can control. If you can't control something, mm-hmm. then I think I'm more tolerable because then I feel like you just. You didn't end up. To, you didn't live to the end of your your bargain or whatever the deal. But if it's something like completely out of your control, you get cancer or right, something like right, that. That's right. nothing we can do about it. Yeah, right. you had long hair when we dated. Mm-hmm. Now you're going through chemo. Yeah, I'm not going to yes. like no, not at yes. all. But if all of a sudden you you put on hundred pounds and you worth ten million dollars, I'm worth twenty five million. Where we can get you a personal trainer and we not doing that. That's what I said too. I immediately said I was like. I get that she has lupus, and again, I don't know, I don't know much about the disease. 
I know that it is a chronic disease. I know that you're tired. I know that there's a lot of things that come with it. But they are not regular people. Yeah, they're not nine to five like the call. Yes. When you're worth $10 million and $25 million, like you could get a, a nutritionist and you can get a physical tra- uh, trainer to work out. Venus Williams is a professional athlete, and she has um, um, an autoimmune disease that attacks her, like where some days like she can't walk, mm. and she's still like a top 20. She's like, out of every person in the world, she's the 20 best player. Player. Like tennis as player. As old as she is. As old as she is with this disease, it's like, this is what is she needs her body to like do her job. Right. Like to like literally do her job. I'm like, no, you can still you can still do it. You can still yeah. do it. I'm glad that we talked about that. And it felt fits right into like the infidelity thing because I do think about it's like what's the next steps? How like what happens then? Do you forgive? Like how do people forgive? Like, do you forgive? Do you move on? Do you give an, um, give them a second mm-hmm. try? If you give people a second chance, like are there parameters around that? So yeah, I would I would long long walk for a mm-hmm. short drink of water. Yes, infidelity I would do again. So yeah, definitely. So one thing before we wrap this part up is what was his options though? What was his options? Antoine's. Is it Antoine or Antoine? Antoine. Antoine. Yeah, we're gonna call him Antoine. That's okay. what we're gonna keep calling. That's what we've been calling that nigga. So what was his options though? Only and- way we correct that nigga <laughs> if he says he wants to get on the show. Hey, you we were calling whatever he wants to. Sir, <laughs> no, we pronounce it right, sir. Because right. <laughs> And so then that nigga Big A, what's up? Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, what, what's his options though? Like, just think about okay, you have a person that you're married to, they're ill. Um, again, I'm only hypothetically speaking mm-hmm. right now. I'm when making you, a lot of assumptions. When you say what are his options, you saying what are his options as far as like staying faithful? Yeah, that, so yeah, hear me out. So his options are, in my opinion, yeah, they finna they finna fuck you up. It's I all good. It's feel, all good. It's all good. No, like this. It's gonna be crazy. Awesome. Shoot the messenger. Shoot. Kaka. <laughs> pow, pow. <laughs> I'm go for it. So, um. Holds belly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. It's one bitch right now that unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> right now. She's like, fuck him. So, okay. He doesn't cheat. Uh-huh. And I'm assuming he cheated because he was unhappy. I'm assuming. Well, before we really need to establish, is the kiss considered cheating? It is. It's cheating. Oh, you think? Yeah, it's cheating? I'm gonna say it's cheating. Okay. I'm gonna say it's cheating because it's cheating. He, it, it was something intimate. Regardless, mm-hmm. it wasn't sex that we know. We didn't see the pictures right, of sex, right. but we know we're kissing. So if it would have been, if it would have been a tight hug, how would we have felt about that? Because you said intimate, right? Yeah, right. I've seen some I, I don't know. Hugs. I mean, because I, I actually, mean, I hug dirt intimately all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all, though. <no. laughs> hey, y'all don't make me lose my thought. No, but for real. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I want to make sure I say this right. So, okay, he cheat. Okay, he's he doesn't cheat. Uh-huh. He remains unhappy. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. saying he's unhappy. Mm-hmm. He cheats. She's unhappy. Mm-hmm. Protect your. Wait, 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 wait. Right, you know, right, right. No, she. Fuck it. Okay, so okay. this is okay. This is what I'm gonna say. Like, I feel as though whatever he did would have been a douche move. Okay, so like, let's have that conversation. If he if he's like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. I need to go. Right, but now it looks like I'm not attracted to you because everybody's already tied in her illness. So now I'm pretty much leaving because you're sick. Let me tell you, 
Um, oh boy, he already had a song for that. Nigga, you got a song for everything. Because what he said was, he said, I left my baby girl a message, said I'm going to be coming home. He said, I'd rather be alone. She doesn't truly understand me because I'd rather leave than to cheat. Right. So that's what I'm talking about, though. But if he left, knowing that she's ill, would he have looked like a douche? I think no matter what he did. That's my point. No matter what he did. So that's what I'm saying. Other than stay and do nothing. So you got to protect your own happiness. Right. Because I also don't believe that for somebody else, you should be unhappy. And I don't think that love will ever require you. And I say, you can really tell if somebody actually loves you. Because if you say that you're unhappy with me, it would be selfish of me to be like, oh, let's stay to work this out. Mm -hmm. I truly, you know that I really love you. Because if I love you, I wouldn't want you to be unhappy. So I would say, go find happiness. I would agree. But I don't think a lot of people are like that. Yeah, be, that's also because... There's people who kill people because you thought you was about to leave me. But there are a lot of... But that's selfish. I agree. That's not love. So, I think that for him, like, yeah, he would have he would have been a douche either way. But at the end of the day, you have to go to bed. If he could sleep at night, mm-hmm. if he could sleep at night, that's the only thing that ultimately, ultimately matters. You, I do not believe in anybody for any reason being unhappy. I would agree. Um, I don't, I, but I also think that people right now are listening and they're like, no, that's not true. Da-da-da, you took vows, you took vows. Yeah, yeah, but we all know that marriage, 50% of marriage ends in divorce anyway. Um, people do grow and people do change. Either it's going to be together or it's apart. Mm-hmm. Either we're going to grow up or we're going to grow apart. That's how relationships work. Yeah. Um, and so... Because tomorrow's not promised, I don't believe in for a marriage mm-hmm. or for the sake for to say we made it or we did it that you that you tolerate do, that being you unhappy tolerate for. unhappiness. And the reason why is because that's unhappiness spills over into every other part of your life. Yeah. It's like being you, unhappy at work. You can see people who are unhappy in their marriage. They don't treat their kids the same. They talk to their cri- mm-hmm. their kids goddamn crazy. They talk to fr- they're not happy in their friendships. They bring that energy to work. It's unhappiness within a marriage is just ubiquitous in your right. life. Unhappiness, period. Trans- like it will to pour everything. over everything else. Everything. If you're unhappy yeah. at work, you know maybe you're able to separate the two house and church. But what was it, state and church? It's separate. hard. Yeah, it just church can't. Yeah. yeah, it's just very, very, very hard. I agree. I, I agree with you. Um, he would have looked. He would have looked bad either way. But also, like, does he say like, I think we need to separate because like I think that you're on your way to my six hundred pound life. Like, mm. does he say that or does he just say like, the reality is we've grown apart. We've grown apart. That's it. Yeah. And it could and it, and just leave it at, leave, leave it at that. Yeah, but I just think people would derive that it was because of her weight, honestly, and not necessarily. The ramification for her behind her being that size. Now you're not the same person anymore. Regardless of the, right. the weight, you're not the same person. And I don't think you can't see that via pictures. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, but 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 he knows. Yeah, he knows. Like, and he that's knows. what matters. And I that's mean, all, right. Exactly. The they the know. Day. Honestly, I, yes. So yeah. Okay. Perfect. So infidelity. Um. What about um the other the other when they see us? So I'm really glad that we did when they see us. Um, a lot of people listen to when they see us and said that like, I watch, I listen to you guys before I watch the show 
and then ran back and was like, oh, I see what you yeah. meant by like all of the, the different things. I think that that was probably the the rawest as far as like how we felt like emotionally. Like I think that has a lot to do with us being black men and watching that bullshit unfold um, again. Um, so yeah, I think that one right there was like the one where I was like, oh, we were very like raw. Right, we were raw, and I think that was one of the major episodes where we came from two completely different perspectives and how we viewed. A lot of things we saw in common, and a lot of things was like we we internalized them differently. We I, did, you know. So that was good. That was good. Yes, yes, yes. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, it was fun too, in my opinion, because I think it was very heart wrenching. Just because we recorded it, we had a time to like really. No, we we watched it, had a time to really marinate on it, mm-hmm. and then we were able to talk about it. Because you watched it, actually, you ran through the the, yes. the series well, uh, way I faster than I did. You were like waiting, like. Nigga, when is you gonna finish this shit so we can talk about it? I was like, Oprah's coming out with yeah. a thing. Like, you have to fin- you have to watch this. Yeah. So yeah, when I see this, that was really that was really good. You know what? You know what? I, I can talk about a disappointment. Mm. Finances. Finances, but not a disappointment for me. Not-, not a disappointment for me because actually, I have had people hit me up and talk to me about doing some of the things that we talked mm-hmm. about. And having conversations with their kids even about, like, the importance of credit. Right. And also saying to themselves, like, damn, like, I need to do better. So I've had several conversations about it. My disappointment is not for me personally. It's just, like, it's our... The least downloaded. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say our viewership or listenership was that was part of least performing. Well, and I, it still performed well, yeah. but but compared to all the episodes that we did, it was probably the least one that was on review. And maybe it was because it was not as juicy. And we, I think we really came from like, yo, we were really trying to help people out. We're not financial experts, but we clearly managed to be able to manage our, yeah. our funds, you we're know, here. effectively. I also think that that people also think that people don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Like people, are okay, living paycheck to paycheck. No, I don't want to say okay, but it is a it's a mentality that comes with it. Like the uh, I'm not like the project mentality. People mm-hmm. that live in the project, it's hard to break that cycle. Yeah. Like that's a mental thing. Or they, yeah, a lot of times people like I'm not broke. They like it's they're in denial too. I think like because they always people always want to naturally want to say I'm doing better than the next person though. So yeah. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm getting a paycheck. This person over here, not even getting a paycheck. Which, yes, I do believe in being grateful and recognizing the blessings and staying positive and glass half full and optimistic, but you have to have a sense of reality. And I think that just the, the thing is, social media is juicy, relationships are juicy, masturbation is juicy. Finances is just... Finances is just like, ooh. I don't really want to talk yeah, about like, my I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk, talk about it. It opens up a wound. Exactly. Opens, yeah. Because that bitch Naviant, she's um, still yeah. tripping. So yeah, but it was, was a lot. It was, yeah, go ahead, Tar. No, I was just gonna say yeah. For me, that was the one that was like disappointment, and I explained. What about for you? Um, I thought Holes getting chose was one that a lot of people were upset about. Honestly, a lot of women were upset <laughs> about why Holes getting chose. Really? Um, yeah. Did um, they hit you up? Yeah, so a couple hit me up. Okay, what they like, say? What um, did Holes say? I think they really thought that that was an episode where we really should have had a female mm-hmm. in there. So it just seemed like it was just two guys just speculating on what's going on. But I would think that two men... So they... Yeah, that's... Okay, keep going, keep going. I would think going. two men would be able to 
speak on why hoes were getting choked. Hoes getting choked. We were giving these hoes insight. Yeah, we were giving right. You, yeah. So see, but that's also it's so interesting that you say that you said that because mansplaining or some shit like that. Mansplaining what, yeah. is that what they said? Yeah, that's where it came from. It's very interesting because I would have thought that they would have reviewed it, and what my feedback was, it was like, oh, it was great to hear why guys do certain things. Right. I would not have thought that women would have felt that way. I was surprised. I was thoroughly surprised. I was like, oh, damn. I thought we were doing you you guys a solid. You, right. You know, like, I'm telling y'all shit that I but should be disclosing. But that's also really interesting because, so I wonder, it's like, were you mad about what we said or did you just want to be on the show? No, I don't think it was the latter, honestly. I think it was more about being mad about what was being said. It's always what's Or to a, have a um a counter to, yeah. to what, what what's we're... the saying what we always say is like shit ain't funny when it applies to you. Oh <laughs> shit ain't jokes when it applies to you. That's exactly what it was though. It was like it's not that funny now because I'm one of the ones that's not getting chose. But again, I thought that we did a really good job. And we I did think, a fucking great and job I on think that. that you said something that honestly 